Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. All right. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast for the vikingage.com. I'm your host Adam Patrick. Uh, I'm the editor for the Viking Age where we cover the Minnesota Vikings and I am also joined by my co-host Chris Shad who writes for us here at the Viking Age as well as his own coverage, Bring Me the News and the Brookings Register. Did I get that right? That is correct. All I'm right. designing pages there you for go. the there Brookings Register now. He's a jack of all trades over there. As, uh, uh, what do they say? Uh <laughs> As duties apply or additional duties of something yeah. like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but yeah. Does, yeah. Does, he does it all. He does it all. So, so if I'm on tilt today, just just cut me some slack today because yeah. my brain's fried. But For sure. I mean, everyone's go with probably, it. probably fried after 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 the draft usually takes a couple couple days to, to recover from, from everything. So It's like a Vegas hangover. Like you, you go there for a couple of days, you're flying home. You're like, you just see it like you're going back to Minnesota and you see the water bottle just like slowly. And you're like, no, 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 no. And like <laughs> you land and it's like negative five. Never yeah. been to Vegas, but no. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I want to be. That Vikings is play. Yeah, I, I was about Vegas. to say that's kind of leading into one of our topics today. Yeah. Just they, yeah. I'm sure that'll be a that'll be a hot ticket for, for Vikings fans. because um, I mean you just I've been to Vegas um once and just short trip because one, you don't go to Vegas for like a week. You go for like yeah. two days because after two days you're like, Ooh, okay. Um <laughs> So. You don't you don't go to Vegas to pump the brakes. You go to Vegas to put your foot on the floor and yeah. yeah. And then but like towards the end I was like you walk through all the the hotels and you're like these are all the same. So like next yeah. time me and my wife go we're like we're just going to stay in one hotel, stay there cuz you walk around and it's like okay this stuff's cool but like it's all just casino and pools and dance clubs. So and sports books of course cuz you can bet. That's there. that's probably you know it's kind of lame like if I when I go to Vegas that's probably where you'll find me. Just add I mean, I, I've heard March points. Madness like for um, the men's basketball tournament is like amazing to watch yeah. in Vegas because the sports books everyone's just freaking out. And um, and they have a uh, Final Four in Vegas, I think next year or the year after, <laughs> which is gonna be that is just gonna be a blast when you think <laughs> about it. But um, I'm sure nothing nothing wrong will go. The, nothing nothing will happen. But this leads us into our first topic, which has to do with uh, odds makers. Um, so following the this year's NFL draft, the division odds around the NFL have been updated. I don't think too much has changed, um, but this also includes NFC North, of course. And according to DraftKings Sportsbook, right now, the Lions have the best odds to win the NFC North. I believe they had the best odds before the draft, too. Um, right now, the Lions have a have plus 110 to win the division. Uh, the Vikings are plus 350, as well as the Bears, who are also plus 350 to win the NFC North. And then you got... All the way at the bottom, the Packers plus five hundred. I would actually put money on the Packers because yeah, just you don't know. Um, so despite winning, you know, the Vikings winning thirteen games and the NFC North last season, uh, and the Lions 
only winning nine games last year and missing the playoffs, Detroit kind of feels like a heavy favorite. Um, so can you maybe explain to me why the Vikings aren't favored to win the NFC North? I know the Lions have added some pieces this offseason, but they haven't been like monumental. So I, I, I'm I'm confused. Why why aren't the Vikings favored to win the NFC North? I think a lot of it is recency bias. I think the last time that we've saw we saw the Vikings, they were getting stomped by the Giants uh in that playoff game. Not really stomped, but Their the defense Giants, did. The Their Giants defense. did what they wanted in that game, right. basically. And that's why Daniel Jones is making forty million dollars a year now <laughs> after throwing fifteen touchdowns last season. But when you look at the Lions, you know, the way their season ended, they won their last, what was it? I don't think they won their last nine games. They, but they started went on- like one, I want to say like one and four, one and five. And then they and, just caught fire. Yeah. Then they won. Yeah. Like most and of and that last game was on national TV. So, yeah. I mean, that game yeah. probably sticks in the brains of people making these odds. And then they see like some of the moves that they made. Um, you know, the draft wasn't as. Like and they would have made the playoffs. I think positional if, value. I think they would have made the playoffs if the Seahawks lost, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. So yeah, that was the thing. Like there was this big conspiracy theory that I some kind of missed field. I I don't really remember. I was like I was deciding pages in my own threshold of hell. Yeah. But uh, that was the thing. Dan Campbell's like, well, they're not going either. And by the way, like you pointed this out to me, and I gotta give you credit for it. Dan Campbell. <laughs> Coming out of Texas A&M mm-hmm. was a 10.0 RAS score yeah. from yeah. like 1987 to 1990. Now he got surpassed quickly because the tight end position has obviously changed. Yeah. But that just blew my mind that Dan Campbell is basically like a terminator uh, in in football terms. And and then, you know, what are you I run mean, like a four, four, like four, five, eight, 40. Well, that was like one of the worst things he did. Like it yeah. was like bench press or anything. I just envisioned Dan Campbell throwing on his Walkman, putting like fuel on cassette and like just the beginning oh, workout. Sure. Like, give me fuel, give me fire, give me that one that is on. And he's like, well, yeah, man, we're going to, we're going to F and do this. We're going to, you know, I'm like, like 500. He definitely had some, just like, some, he definitely had some corn and some gosmack in his, in his headphones playing. What, sure. what the hell is wrong with this guy? He won't stop. <laughs> like, dude, that's enough bench. No, man, give me fuel. Give me fuel. Was he born with a goatee? I think, I think he just, came out of the womb he just popped out of the womb with a goatee yeah and uh and a venti in each hand yeah uh, started it wasn't even invented yet they're like what are those giant copies in his hand and he could talk yeah that was that's the other he's like don't worry about it man just like slammed his (laughs) slammed his ventis and off he went so do you think like even by the odds makers do you think the lions should be favored going in in the next season before i went on my tangent this is what i was going to get to because I think the division as of right now, we don't know what the Packers are. The Bears, I, I think their odds are way too high right now. I just yeah. think there's another year before that rebuild starts to bear fruit in the standings. Oh, they got DJ Moore. <laughs> they got DJ Moore, uh, which is a upgrade on what they had. Yeah. Um, you know, I I think looking back at the last couple of games the Lions played at the Vikings, um, Ever since Dan Campbell took over, I think they had to get that bomb from Greg Joseph at the horn expired where Kirk Cousins and Mike Zimmer were going to have a street fight on the sideline. Uh, That was the first time they played Dan Campbell. The second time Dan Campbell beat them when Cameron Dancer was playing 10 yards off the end zone in the final play of the game. Yep. Uh, Ed Donatel defense before Ed Donatel showed up. Um, then last year, the Vikings had to come back from two 14 point deficits yep. at a game I attended 
And then you go to Detroit, you With basically get your ass overtime? handed to you. So I, I think that, yeah, I, I Detroit's had the Vikings number. And if we're going on who's going to win the division based on the head-to-head, Detroit's been a real problem for the Vikings. So I, I don't blame anybody who thinks that Detroit is still a favorite in the NFC over the Vikings. Yeah, that's just two games. I mean, the Vikings could lose those two games and still they could still win 13 But games. the Vikings also have a more difficult schedule than the Lions for sure, do. For sure. Because of that first place schedule, the Lions are what, a second place? I mean, it's still difficult, but still. Yeah, the, Lions, the Lions are going to have a, a tougher schedule too because they finished in second, I think, the year before they finished last because they won like three or four games. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to have a tougher schedule as well. They're going to have to play teams like... Um, <laughs> Have a tougher schedule. They have to play teams like the Giants and the Seahawks um, and the Falcons. Um, but yeah, I I think I know this is odds makers, and the the goal is to to make money for the to the people in Vegas or whatever. I guess it's not just Vegas anymore because you can bet in a lot of places, including Minnesota. Can you bet in Minnesota? No, no, uh, we we still we haven't learned. But like it's like yet. South like South Dakota. South North Dakota, Dakota can't either. What about North Dakota? Nope. No. Oh, Iowa okay. can. Wisconsin uh, doesn't allow it. Illinois allows it. Yeah, but. I was going to say Illinois. So you can go to Chicago. Um, yeah, but you go well, still got to go to the dark web to do it. But the goal Not that I would odds. ever do anything like <laughs> that. So odds if you're makers. watching. Yeah. Um, the goal for odds makers is always to make money. So people are going to see this lines line, or they're going to see the Vikings line probably and be like, plus 350. I'm I'm throwing money down on that because th- those odds are, are way too high. So I think that's part of the thing here. The thing that probably surprised me the most, it's not even the Lions being favored. It's it's the Bears having the same odds as the Vikings. So are the Bears either going to be that much better or the Vikings going to be that much worse? Because I feel like the Vikings lost players this offseason, but the players that they lost were like Adam Thielen, Eric Kendricks, Patrick Peterson, all these guys that are like, they've got like maybe two or three years left in the NFL. Their shoulder shrug. Yeah. It's like not you like, look at all the guys they lost, you're just like, oh, I guess Patrick Peterson signed with, oh, I guess Adam Thielen. Oh, yeah. Eric Gunn. They replaced okay. them all with younger, faster guys, especially Adam Thielen. He just got replaced by a first round pick. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook's probably gone, but was he that much of a difference maker for, for the Vikings last year? You know, he he ran for what over a thousand yards or whatever. So eleven hundred, yeah. But can the Vikings make? Can the Vikings rush for wh- what he did with the guys that have you know left? Yeah, I think they can. Justin Jefferson's is just Justin Jefferson's still going to be there. T.J. Hawkinson's still going to be there. Their defense should be better because it can't get really any worse than what they were last year. And do you know um, who else they have? Kirk freaking Cousins. Yeah. yeah. Or excuse me, Kirk freaking Cousins in his That's second fine. year in the offense. Yes. That mean that actually does mean something because because and. And people probably bring this up about the Lions when they talk about Jared Goff. They're like, oh, Ben Johnson's coming back. You know, Jared Goff gets to be in his offense again. So why does he get the benefit of the doubt and not Kirk Cousins? Because I'm pretty sure, I know we're not like the biggest fans of Kirk Cousins on this show or, or other people, but he's better than Jared Goff. That's, yeah. not, that's not a debate. He's he's better than Jared Goff. But my last question on this is just, how surprised would you be if the Bears finished with a better record than the Vikings? I would be shocked if the Bears. <laughs> okay. Like, unless it was like the Vikings just, like, Justin Jefferson gets hurt, Kirk Cousins, like... He would have to get know. hurt, right? Kirk Cousins would have to get hurt. Kirk would have to get hurt. Jefferson, like, multiple players yeah. would have to get hurt. Yeah. And, like, Jaron Hall would be a dumpster fire behind center. Um, yeah. Jordan Addison never shows up to a training camp practice or something. Um, yeah. Kevin O'Connell forgets how to coach. Like he just, 
all like he he hits his head really hard during training camp and he just has amnesia like he thinks he's like a world class baker instead of a <laughs> football coach but but like if it, I'm just Flores saying slap. yeah I I mean if if the Bears finished with a better record because the Vikings just absolutely bombed um probably let cuz cuz I think the Vikings there is no middle ground for the Vikings like yeah. yeah they could finish with 7 8 9 wins but I think that they could also finish I I think it's either going to be like a 10 or 11 win season or it's going to be like a Four. you know four to six win season like that would be good that would be good that would be very good because the vikings would have a top 10 pick we wouldn't enjoy it while it was happening but once like the smoke cleared and the dust settled we'd go okay we got a top 10 pick kirk uh kind of shit the bed last year um look at this quarterback class where you have a lot of good names but um I just don't see the Bears having this like big turnaround. Like se- seven wins would be a huge jump for the Bears. I for think. sure. I think um, yeah. Justin Fields, he's going to be better next year. He also has a style where he can get hurt, and he did last mm-hmm. year. So like, is he going to be able to stay healthy um, all the whole year? And if not, who's their backup now? Because um, they got rid of Trevor Simeon. I think Andy Dalton did Andy Dalton go somewhere else. Um, Nathan, yeah, because Nathan. Adam Thielen said he was the reason he signed in uh, Carolina. Because Adam, because Andy Dalton, Dalton? went to yeah, Carolina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was he was one of the reasons I came because they're just building a Super Bowl contender over here with Andy Dalton. I think Adam Thielen was on the Star Tribune podcast today too. I got, I got to check that out because it's not going to be like a Vikings.com kind of interview where they're like, "So yeah. how's your how's your off season going?" No, they're going to ask him like, you know, why did you pick the panthers and how did things end in minnesota so I would the bears signed pj walker by the way so he is the backup in chicago now okay that's that's not terrible but i mean he, you you look at the the rest of this team it's like okay justin fields at quarterback uh they didn't add a receiver in the draft which well that's they, a shock dj moore is the receiver they added in the draft which dj moore is like alan robinson where he's that guy that put up it a whole bunch better. of numbers like one year and everybody's like oh this guy's awesome and then, like, you know, he just gets stuck with shit quarterback after shit yeah. quarterback. And, like, he just gets that benefit of a doubt. Well, well, it's a quarterback. Like, uh, Allen Robinson went to L.A. last year, and Matthew Stafford was hurt, and they were playing Baker Mayfield. And, you know, what? what is he supposed to do? He's like the Kirk Cousins of wide receivers. So now he's in Pittsburgh. He's with Kenny Pickett. And when that fails, I don't Well, I also enjoy how the Bears are adding a bunch of receivers when they have a running quarterback um yeah so like that's like the lamar jackson thing where people are like people don't don't want to play with him because he runs but you know roshan johnson though i know they signed deonta foreman which <laughs> that just seems like it's a oh the kid from texas pan. yeah but yeah. uh roshan johnson yeah. i want to say he's like he's like ramonde stevenson if he could catch like <laughs> I think Johnson, I think Johnson had, and I could be getting a mix up with another Texas running back, but he had a bunch of uh, receptions last year and was really good. He's, he's really fast, gets a lot of yards after contact. I think he'll be the starter in Chicago by the end of the season. I'm you, also going to make sure I got his. How are you right a college there. football team and you have both of your running backs get drafted and you're not that good? Like, because Steve Sarkeesian, uh, Steve Sarkeesian, Steve, Steve Sarkeesian <laughs> is drawing plays on a cocktail napkin and getting all upset when uh, security guards lay their hand. Don't touch me! Ah, I'm, I'm in game mode. Ah! Oh yeah, I, yes, I saw that clip. I know what you're talking about. 
Um, all right, moving and on. Jim Har- they Jim Harbaugh is like the one guy you would expect to freak out in that yeah. situation, and like he's just like, okay, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, and like Sarkeesian's like, I will hurt your entire family and your that's- family's family and your neighbor's family and everybody else's family. I think that's the mentality of a lot of college kids college head coaches because they're basically treated like royalty um on, sorry that that campus. went off the rails a oh, little bit fine. i'm sorry but that's but. that yeah like if you're a college head coach especially football like you fit you feel like you're god pretty much um all right receiving Ooh. uh okay. before i move on rashawn johnson 14 catches 128 yards and one touchdown more than Dwayne mcbride had at uab i guess but. his entire career <laughs> You can you can go on now. You have my right. information. Right, I we'll just wanted on. to be. I didn't. I didn't want somebody in the comments to be like, he didn't catch the ball. Yeah, he didn't. He did a couple so. times. Uh, next yeah. Thursday, May eleventh, is apparently the the date that the NFL is aiming towards to release their schedule. This, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. Uh, see, we'll, we already know all the teams the Vikings are going to face, but we just don't know when it's going to happen, which is important because you know you get a a three game road trip stretch and, and that could affect you know if you if you play a, a thursday game and your next game's on a monday that 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 all makes a difference um but for those who do not know this is who the vikings are playing at home next year obviously you have the nfc north opponents chicago detroit green bay uh then they will be welcoming the chiefs the chargers the saints the niners and the Bucks. um on the road the vikings are of course facing the bears Lions, and packers and they travel to the falcons panthers Bengals, broncos raiders and Eagles. So they have nine road games next year and eight home games. Um, home matchup you're most looking forward to. I think it's pretty obvious, but just want to ask you. I think it has to be the Chiefs, right? Yeah. Going to see Patrick Mahomes. I would bet this is a primetime game. Uh, yeah. Just because not only that, uh, not only do you have a 13-win team going up against Super Bowl champions, Super Bowl champions on the road, that just seems like it's a national, like uh, a Monday night football game, I think it would be. I, I don't know about Sunday night, but I, it just feels like yeah. maybe it's because like one of the games I went to, like it was Patriots Vikings at the Metrodome and it was Monday night football and yeah. Tom Brady just like yep. spread them out and kicked their ass for 60 minutes. I think Noel Day Moore had a touchdown. Um, punt return touchdown, if anything. If we're going for a second, kind of looking at this, I'd say the 49ers are kind of an exciting matchup. You get them here, they're going to be a very good team, and that's going to be your litmus test type of game. Are you on the same level as the 49ers and the Eagles, who you also play this year? Uh, we'll be talking about that in a second. But um, I think both of those, I mean, the home schedule is fun because you obviously have your game against the Packers, you get Patrick Mahomes, you get Justin Herbert, and then you get uh, the 49ers and yeah, you get the saints and the bucks. They're not that great, but I, I mean, it's, it's a fun schedule this year for fans. To- Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards. As we know it, if you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Go out and see the Vikings. So I'm right. excited for it. No love for Derek Carr and, and, and the Saints. Here's oh, I, my brain said Raiders right away still. <laughs> I haven't... Yeah. I haven't switched that over, but um, yeah, I think you gotta look ahead to the Chiefs. I think I, I would agree that that might be as a good chance that it'll be a primetime game, uh, mostly because you get you know Patrick Mahomes indoors, you get the Chiefs indoors, which is you know if they were an indoor team now, they'd probably be comparable to like the greatest show on turf or whatever the Rams back in the day who just just blow bat blow by everybody. Um, so yeah, the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, I'd say the I. I'm curious about the Chargers because I think like they're always that team that people are like they're gonna be good next year they're gonna be good and then like they get hit with so many injuries they get yeah they do they get hit with so many injuries something goes wrong their coach goes for fourth down too many times like blow a 27 point lead in the playoffs or whatever it was and I mean I'm I'm curious about the Packers game too as well because we don't know a lot a lot about Jordan Love. Nobody really does. You don't know what to expect. That'll be his first his first experience inside US Bank Stadium as an away quarter as a starting quarterback on the field. So quick question for you with Jordan Love. What did you think of that contract extension? Because I it think was, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's but, smart. It's smart yeah. to do that because they would have had to pay him more with the the fifth year option. Um, and I think this one, you can at least after this year, I think he, they can at least get out of it um, and not be as penalized if they if they were able to pick up the fifth year option. So I think it was best and, for, for both for both parties. And remember what happened to Daniel Jones. The Giants declined yes. his option. Yes. He ran into Ed Donatel twice, had these massive games. They're like, well, he's progressing. We got to give him 40 million dollars a year. They bought it themselves an extra year. So I saw a lot of people who were just like, oh, they don't believe in Jordan Love. I'm like, actually, that's just thinking ahead. That's ins- It's like an insurance. It's yeah. like he can he can get paid nicely if he does well and he can and the Packers can move on if he does well. It, it works for, for both parties. And I think it was a smart decision for the Packers. One of the rare smart decisions they've made this offseason. Um, so, uh, yeah, good, good, good for them. Uh, don't think they're going to be good next year. But um, what will the Vikings' toughest road matchup be in 2023? And then you can just tell me which one you would like to go to, which is, seems obvious as well. Uh, well, Philadelphia is going to be the toughest one because, um, yeah, Always there's just some bad voodoo there. Um, well, that's when we're on a Tuesday. They're, they're, assembling the, uh, they're assembling the Avengers, but it's just Georgia defenders. Georgia. <laughs> Just like Bulldogs assemble. Uh, Philadelphia is not the game I want to go to. Obviously, no. it's going to be like every other uh, fan in the Vikings uniform. Everybody's going to want to go to Vegas. Like it, that might be the most homey road game of the year because Vikings fans are going to travel. They're going to go down there, especially if it's late in the season in like December or something. And who knows? Maybe if you're sitting next to the right obnoxious Raiders fan, you could get free luxury box tickets the next game and meet the owner like that Patriots guy did. <laughs> oh, yeah. So yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like it's like a giveaway. It's like a it's like a unplanned uh, promotional tour for the Vikings. Come to Vegas. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how Raiders games are in Vegas now, but I do remember Oakland I, and I yeah. might have, have I told you the Oakland story before the Raiders and the Niners? So uh, did someone, what did you go to one of those games? No, I went to an okay. Oakland athletics. There's game always fights. There's always story. fights. Yeah. Yeah. Th- so like I went to an Oakland athletics game, 
2019 Twins Athletics. Good for you giving that franchise some money. Uh, (laughs) They need it. Um, I will tell you that the seat that my friend sat in, the armrest was broken off. And like, it looked like I I was assuming somebody used that thing as like a shank in like a black hole. And that was a nice seat. That was one of the nicer seats. Yeah, that was was the nice seats. Like, wait until you saw, you know, up in the bleachers. But uh, we went into this like club like place, which is basically like a broom closet. They just turned into a bar. And this guy was like, he was an ex cop and he was telling us this story. And there was this uh, kid. He was a 49ers fan. And obviously it's like, you know, if you've never been to San Francisco and Oakland, like San Francisco's like pride rock and uh, Oakland's like the elephant graveyard, like Simba, you must not go over there. Why dad? Shut up. Like We don't need to talk about this. I don't know the exact quote, but anyway, this kid was like, Hey, I want to go see the Niners play the Raiders. And the dad was like, okay, you're going to dress in all black. You're going to like, do not wear 49ers stuff. So they get to halftime. They go to the game. It's halftime. Kids like, I got to pee. They go up to the uh, uh, bathrooms. It was kind of like the Metrodome drops, but like super old because it was like ceramic. And there's a group of Raiders fans all at one trough. Apparently, this is according to the story. And uh, the kid went up and there was just a bloody beaten 49ers fan stuffed into the trough. And the Raiders fans were um, taking care of their halftime business uh, in that trough. So <laughs> I don't know if it's like toned Find, down in sit Vegas. Behind the Vikings bench if you go to the, sit, the yeah, yeah. Just just look for the purple. Look for a lot of and like that black hole thing. I I would not venture in there. Just mm. just look for the purple. Didn't, they can't um, they can't they can't beat all of us up. There's like not enough do- room in the top. Like a Dodgers fan get put in a coma or a Giants fan get put in yeah. a coma. Yeah, he he got what well, you know. Like, I mean, sometimes too those like just don't be a don't be a dick when you go to another stadium. Like, for sure. That, that's well. the other thing. But but also some fans are just dumb. Like they can't have, right. handle alcohol. And like uh baseball fight club is my favorite account to follow on Twitter because it's just it's normally just drunk ass Dodger fans just throwing haymakers at each other. Oh, yeah. uh, whether at Dodger Stadium or somewhere else in Major League Baseball. But um yeah, I think it, yeah, be I cool. Think like go ahead. No, well, no, I'm so, uh, sorry for stepping on you again, but I mean oh, just good. be cool with the other team's fans. I mean, it's fun to like have yeah. a beer with random teens fans and just enjoy the game you don't have to you don't always have to beat the other person <laughs> i never understood that like yeah if your team loses just for Vikings, just go yeah okay yeah we're it's, used to this it's a game but, i would i would say of the away games the the panthers are a sneaky one i feel like that a lot of Vikings fans will go to because mr adam Thielen plays for the panthers he's from yeah. minnesota right uh just inside i think and then i would say the falcons is actually a sneaky uh, away game too because they have that nice brand new stadium that that people might want to go check out. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's a cool cool city to check out too. Um, Broncos could be some people to go there. Um, definitely not going to the Eagles. Yeah, Raiders will be popular. Packers will be popular. Maybe some 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 might actually. This might be the year where people like want to go to the Lions, like because it might actually be a good game. So that'd be interesting to see too. As Ford well, it's um, a pretty nice stadium too. So I mean, it's the nicest. Don't don't visit Eight Mile. That's not a tourist attraction. In it's kind of wondering, but it's. I think it's like it's got to be over fifteen years old now. Yeah, it's gonna, and it's still it's been around. It's still nice though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how many primetime games do you think the Vikings are going to have next season? They've. Had, I was. I'll give you a couple of stats first. They've had at least three primetime games in four of their five seasons with Kirk Cousins as their quarterback, and then they haven't had fewer than four primetime games in a season after winning the division since two thousand one. 
I'm going to say three. I think they'll get three. I think they'll get a Monday night game. They'll get a Sunday night game. And then you, they have to have a short week. Well, yeah, they'll have Thursday. Yeah. So, so that'll be three primetime games. Want to say four, but I'm going to say four. You're yeah. Four sounds about right. One will be be Vikings in Chicago. (laughs) Always primetime. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles game is in primetime because annoyingly Mm -hmm. that's usually how it goes as well. Like you said, the Chiefs, um, uh, maybe the Niners. That might be a good, good primetime game in in Minnesota. The Bengals sounds like a good Monday night matchup. Yeah, I don't don't know. know. How many people want to go to Ohio? LSU reunion. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got Justin Jefferson. It could be. It could be good. It it could actually. It it could be a good matchup. Actually, that could be that could be Justin Jefferson's heel turn. Like he just hits Kirk with a chair and like (laughs) rips off a Bengals jersey. God. How about Joe Bur- how, how about Joe Burrow does it instead and just has his old Randy Moss jersey on underneath his his and Tamar Chase just goes yeah okay cool whatever he's like <laughs> I I like purple and yellow I've worn purple and yellow before I might as well just wear it again all right uh speaking of quarterbacks last topic we're gonna cover is um I saw today Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football released his uh he's been re- releasing his quarterback tiers I think yesterday the AFC. And today he did the NFC. So, of course, Kirk Cousins is in the NFC. And this is how Kyle Brandt, uh, I, who I believe uh, is is a pretty decent friend with, with Kirk Cousins. So uh, this might be a, a little biased on his part. But uh, I'll share it right now. So tier one in the NFC, this is just the NFC. So Kyle Brandt has Jalen Hurts all by himself in tier one. Tier two is Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford. And Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is in tier two of the NFC. Uh, in tier three, he has Derek Carr, Jared Goff, Geno Smith. Tier four, he has Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray, and Justin Fields. Tier five, he has Baker Mayfield. I remember that Baker Mayfield was in the NFC while reading this. Um, Brock Purdy is also in tier five. That's, that's those are the only two quarterbacks in tier five. Mm. Tier six, he has Jordan Love, Desmond Ritter, and Sam Howell. And tier seven, I'm guessing just because he just doesn't know what to expect from him is Bryce Young, Bryce Young of the of the Panthers. So it's Kirk Cousins in the correct spot in these. Two. I feel like uh, Jordan Love's like at the bottom of the Mortal Kombat ladder, where it's just like he just starts and you have to like beat everybody. Oh yeah, up. Yeah, 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 that sort of thing. But uh, Kirk Cousins in tier two, according to where he has him, yeah, sure. If you're gonna put Jalen Hurts in his own tier, I mean, I don't think he's, I don't think he's worse than any of the quarterbacks below him listed. I think he's. You know, you could make an argument he's the best quarterback in that second tier. But the yeah. NFC has like no quarterbacks right yeah. now. They they yeah. don't have like look at the AFC. It's like oh my god, yeah. like and they just got more. Yeah, it, it, that, that's like Infinity War. If we're going with Avengers uh, yeah. things, I'm not doing the Star Wars thing. By the way, guys, it's not Maybe my fourth? thing. Not no, you know no, no, no. That's why I'm wearing my rock shirt. <laughs> I do have my Air Forces on. There you so go. the Force is with yeah. me, but yeah. not in there that you. way. Um. No, I, I mean, I I think Kirk, you could make yeah. an argument Kirk's the second best quarterback in the NFC, but it's, I hate saying it this way. It's almost big fish, small prond. I, I was looking, I was watching PFT yeah. this morning and they flashed his stats. I'm like, God, those are good stats. It's like, why can't he like figure it out? Like find a way to chuck the ball. And I, I know like some people will be like, oh, well, the offensive line sucked and they gave up pressure and Justin Jefferson was double teamed, like good quarterbacks in this league, find a way to somehow give the receiver a chance to make that play. 
So, and I mean, if they short arm, I'll get back to that. If he short arms that, everybody understands. Because we talk okay. about this on every episode. It is. It's it's the last <laughs> play we saw, and it's the play that everybody like defend. Like, well, you see, like nothing else mattered. It's like the wild in the regular season. It's like they win like all these games and whatever, and then they get to the playoffs and they piss down their leg. Did you like, see? That's what Kirk Cousins did. I don't did, care how he performed the other 59 minutes oh, and yeah, 45 seconds or whatever the hell it was. That play, the Vikings needed Kirk Cousins, and it was well, a little risky there. A little, did you little see someone posted uh, a Jaron Hall clip uh, from when he had a fourth and eight and he chucked a 30-yard bomb and got a first down? I know yeah. the circumstances were much different. different. It, wasn't, it wasn't like the last play of the game and everything, but still, fourth and eight. I was like, oh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh yeah, I, I would agree that Kirk Cousins is in the correct spot. He's not I don't think he's the best quarterback in the NFC. I don't think he's the worst. I think he's above the 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 average. I would say, yeah, he's in the right spot. Cause like you said, like there's not a lot of good quarterbacks in, in the NFC. Like there's a lot of them are in the Kirk Cousins zone where it's like they're they're good enough, but are they going to take you to the top? Now Matthew Stafford did. He did. Lead, help help lead the Rams to the Super Bowl. He was hurt last year, and I'm sure that had a lot to do with his play. You know, can other players move up in this tier? Will other players fall? Yeah, that's going to happen. The thing with Jalen Hurts being by himself, um, I feel like people might be a little too high on him after just one year of, of being ses- successful. He did really well. Last year. I will give him that credit. But go out and do that again against a much tougher schedule. You know, people are going to be going after you a lot more next year. Like, Go out and do that again. Like to put him at the top by himself. I I also don't know who you who else you would put him um, in tier one. So that's part of the problem as well too. Is there anyone on this tier that should be moved up or down? I mean, not to, not to mine. I mean, Justin Fields is in tier four. Should he be above? Let's see, tier three is Derek Carr, Jared Goff, Geno Smith. Do you, should Justin Fields be higher than them? I don't think so. No? Like everybody on the bottom, they kind of just got to prove it. Brock Purdy. He's tier five. Brock Brett Baker Mayfield. May, Brock's like in that unknown tier though, because yeah. of his elbow. Like, is he just and he gonna show six up? games? <laughs> he yeah, didn't play he, a lot. Is he just gonna show up and like noodle arm everything now? Yeah. Like, yeah. is it just totally going to be gone? Like, that's gonna be really interesting to see how that turns out. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I am I don't have too many complaints with this list. I how about put, you? I would put Derek Carr lower. I could see Geno Smith falling during the season. Um, I would probably move just because I think he's going to progress. I would probably put Justin Fields in tier three. Um, Daniel Jones. <laughs> I don't know. And Donatel has if him Daniel as Jones, one-on-one. If Daniel Jones had a different head coach, he would not be in tier four. He he also wouldn't have gotten a contract. But he yeah, he wouldn't got. be making $40 million. Um, Baker Mayfield is just weird. Did the Bucks draft a quarterback? No. That's that's why okay, so that's they want, why they, they, they want to be the worst team in the league. They want they want Caleb Williams. That's that's why they didn't draft him. If you think teams were tanking for Victor Wembayama in the <laughs> NBA, like wait till you see the NFL next year where teams are just like Marvin Harrison Jr., Caleb oh, Williams, yeah. uh Drake May. Um But a lot of the teams that are gonna be bad next year are yeah. also just drafted quarter. So it's gonna be like like the are the Texans I guess they can't get the number one pick because they did they traded that to the Cardinals. Um where you look at a team like the Colts, they just got Anthony Richardson. Are they gonna draft quarterback next year? Probably not. Um like I'm trying to think who the teams that are gonna be bad. If the Browns are bad, they Cardinals. have Sean Watson. Cardinals, Cardinals yeah, have but projected like, their first two picks. I I've seen the Cardinals taking a quarterback with number one, but I'm like, okay, what are they doing with Kyler Murray? You're just, 
you just sign him this monster extension, you're just gonna be like, nah. Um, so do you yes. sit? Do you draft a quarterback and sit him for a year? Like what? What? I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. I would say the Bucks are probably the team to watch. That it really seems like they're like we're just we're not we're just gonna, we're gonna try for a top. Like Tom Brady's gone, we're good. We can start over. They're gonna have a new. They'll probably have a new head coach. You know, they'll get their new quarterback. They'll probably have a bunch of cap space. So, like, what they're doing, you know, is probably a smart. Action. Um, yeah, that's that's it on these tiers. I think I think they're okay. They're okay. I think like like they're said, mid. There's not now. I haven't seen the AFC. I'm sure. I'm sure the AFC was a lot tougher to figure out. Yeah, like you got uh, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. Aaron Rodgers, uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, who else? Um, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I said Aaron Rodgers. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, sorry. I think Trevor. I think Trevor Lawrence actually responded to the the tears today. It was like you know you don't play games aren't played on paper because I think he was put in like the seventh tier or something, and he was like, "What?" Um, which he I thought he looked good at least any of the yeah. end of it last year. Um, I think it'll be better with Doug Peterson, but that'll do it for us today. Um, next week we will. There was some stuff to talk about with the Vikings, like some some player they they went to OTAs this week. Justin Jefferson wasn't there. Everyone's freaking. No, it doesn't matter. Uh, he's probably just doing his own thing because they're voluntary. Yeah. Um, Kirk Cousins was there. He said he wanted to stay in Minnesota. Blah blah blah. We already knew that. Um, Brian O'Neill talked. Seems like his rehab's going well. Louis seen positives on him. Sounds like he. I think some players said like he doesn't even look like he's injured, which is great. Now he just has to figure out how to be a starter. Um, and uh, yeah, not not a whole lot to come out of Vikings. Uh, I feel like that's part of the Kevin O'Connell regime, like change. Like the drama is way less than it has been in the past. Like nothing gets out. There's nothing really to be like. Ah, like what, what we don't talk about stuff that happens in the in the facilities. Really, we talk about you know these quarterback tiers or like stuff that other people say about the Vikings. It's not really like in the past with Zimmer. I felt like it was more stuff to come out of the actual locker room with O'Connell. It's like. Nothing there, which is good, which is what, what yeah, what players would probably prefer. So that will do it for us today's on today's episode. Uh, Chris and I will be back next week. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to subscribe and like this video. Uh, also follow the Vikings on Twitter, and Facebook, and the audio version of this podcast will be available on Apple Podcasts, iHeart, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, Chris and I talk to you later. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.